Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, text Joe Namath. This is the Rich Eisen Show. There's his number. Hey, Joe. Hey. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Want to come on my show tomorrow and talk about Rodgers and the Jets? I would love it. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. CBS college basketball analyst, Seth Davis. NFL Films senior producer, Greg Cosell. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eyes. Yes, it is. Can confirm. And here I am. Uh, I'm wearing a very comfortable shirt, and soon I will be going to NFL Network, changing out of it, putting on a suit and tie, and hosting the free agency frenzy show. Because... It's definitely a frenzy. Um, and that's uh, that's on the air now on NFL Network. I'll be joining it at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern time when we'll be four hours into this craziness. Uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, our Friday guest, uh, I'll be sitting there with him and so many more. Very excited to be there for you, talking about everything going on. And I'm just wondering, at 4 Eastern time, will Aaron Rodgers made a decision? Because as of 1 o'clock Eastern time, one hour into the negotiation period period mm-hmm. uh, still nothing it's still nothing. <laughs> i'm laughing from crying oh my <laughs> gosh i can't believe the jets are in this position at any rate uh greg cosell will be joining us shortly here on this program to break down the film that he has already worked on for the top quarterbacks in the draft and that could not be more relevant with the panthers moving up from nine to take somebody, and then the Texans taking somebody off the list of top quarterbacks not named whoever the Panthers choose, and so on and so forth, with the Colts it's sitting there at four. Um, and uh, while we're waiting on Rogers' decision and everything going on, Chris Brockman, you're, you're monitoring, right? I got my fingers are working. You're monitoring. We already heard Jason Kelsey's coming back, which is great news for Philadelphia. A perfect way for them to start. Their non-playing season. Brandon Graham staying put, too, as we learned last week over the weekend as well. So things are looking up for the Philadelphia Eagles for first blush. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. But let's turn to our guest line right now. And joining us here uh, to help us break down the brackets, massage the brackets that we have now received from the tournament committee on Sunday. A man who will be covering the NCAA tournament for CBS and Turner and The Athletic. And he's got a new book out. That um, it's called Wake Up uh, With Purpose. What I've learned in my first hundred years, not Seth, Sister Jean and Seth, writing a book together back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Seth Davis. How you doing, Seth? Doing all right, Rich. A little uh, running on fumes this morning, but I'll recharge my batteries in time for tomorrow night. I don't. I don't understand the point of having an NCAA tournament without Michigan in it, but maybe another conference. <laughs> you know what? Um, I think um, I think it got canceled, right? And then they just put it back yeah. on just because so many other people uh, complained about that it. That would be the that would be the appropriate uh, response. Understood, understood. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Um, the do you do you like the brackets, or are there any issues with the brackets in your mind? Yeah, Seth? yeah. I mean, you know, allowing that uh, these committee folks spend a lot more time on this than, than I do. I, you know, I said during the selection show, I, I don't see any justification, frankly, for putting Houston over Kansas in the overall seed line. I'm not sure because people actually have normal lives and they don't live this like I do, but um, I'm not sure how many people know. They actually seed the entire field, one through 68. 
and people think there's an S curve where you know you're matching up seeds in that way, but it, it's all it's all determined by geography. So if you are Kansas and you are the number two overall seed, you get to go to the Midwest Regional, which is being decided in Kansas City. So now Houston is going there, and Kansas is being sent out west. I mean, Kansas had twice the number of quad one wins, a much the hardest uh, strength of schedule in the whole country. Houston was 96, and Houston had a bad loss to Temple. So, I mean, Houston's good, clearly deserved to be a 1C, but that was really the one thing that jumped out at me. Everything else, like, if you're a bubble team, I know Rutgers fans are bummed and Oklahoma State, what have you, but if you've, if you've played your way out of the bubble, then you really have nothing to complain about at this point. Well, I mean, if you're a Rutgers fan, you just root for Fairleigh Dickinson in the uh, in the yeah, first four, right, not? Seth? Jersey. Come on now. I mean, it's not like Jersey <laughs> got completely shut out here. And then there's Princeton. Right. I, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's my old school backdoor Pete Carrill type guy, you know. But um, I, I see Princeton versus Arizona, and, and I just start to wonder to myself, is that an upset? Start identifying some of the shockers, the the slipper fits type moments that we're going to see on Thursday and Friday of this week. So six. So so just some some uh, nerdy numbers for you. Six Please. of the last ten years, a fifteen has defeated a two. So if you pick a fifteen over uh, a two, then ostensibly uh, you have a sixty percent chance of of, of winning. Um, uh, at least you know one of them. So. You know, Arizona, they're the last number two seed, so that might be where you look. They've got an injury issue with their point guard. You know, they played UCLA in the Pac-12 final, and UCLA had two guys out, one of whom was not coming back, and Arizona still only beat them by two. So that was a little bit surprising to me. But, you know, staying in that bracket, Rich, the the two teams I like there in the south are Charleston and Furman. Virginia is another one with an injury issue. Charleston – um, you know, at one point was ranked in the top 25. I think they're very understated at a at a 12, and I love the way they match up with San Diego State. So those are two to jump on. Um, I, I actually have UCSB. You know, Baylor's been um, vulnerable, and then uh, you know, Florida Atlantic to me is an interesting team, um, which also won a ton of games. Has also been ranked in the top 25. They play a lot of players. Um, so that one comes to mind. And the other two I'll give you, I, I really like VCU over St. Mary's. VCU had a great home stretch last uh, month and a half of the season, won the 8-10 tournament. Terrific defensive team, as is St. Mary's. So that's why I think it's a good matchup. And, of course, we got to love the Drake, which is one of the oldest teams in the country and a really good bucket getter in Tucker DeVries. The Missouri Valley uh, has a great history, and they were the best team. They won their conference championship game by 26 points. So um, I've got them actually beating Indiana in the second round to go to the Sweet 16. How so about that? The, Man. The, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this, Rich. Yes, sir. All these teams from 11 to 14, they can all play. They I'm can. I'm you, they can all play. That's what Absolutely. I guess. Yeah, and I guess that's what we've seen over the last couple of years, and I'm just wondering, you know, why or if it's now a deeper pool or, you know, we never talk about college basketball when it comes to NIL, Seth. We always focus on right. the college football world. But uh, I'm wondering if we're, we we might see a time, and this year could be it, if we just see more of the upsets from the double-digit seeds because they get one or two or three kids that are terrific that we might hear about, say, heaven forbid, in a, a June draft in the NBA – that they're going to the smaller schools, and now suddenly there's parity, if you will, for an NCAA well, tournament? Would, yeah, it's a great point, but you know, I, I think it's been happening for a long time. I mean, I think if you look back really over those last 20 years, um, you know, starting with the George Mason going to the Final Four, you know, the very first year um, we had the first four. I want to say it was 2012, maybe 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first year from the from the first four, VCU was in it. They went all the way to the Final Four, and then UCLA did that in 21. So in, what, nine years, we've had two teams go from the fir- first four to the Final Four. So you're talking about the last teams in the field. Uh, you know, Florida Gulf Coast was the first to reach, reach a Sweet 16. Uh, St. Peter's last year was the first 15 seed to reach a, an Elite Eight. So, you know, Wichita State, Butler. So it's, it's been happening for, for quite some time. One thing that is happening, though, because you mentioned NIL, between the NIL and the transfer portal, mm-hmm. where kids can now switch schools and not have to sit out. And the other thing, Rich, is the COVID year. So everybody got an extra eligibility. So we've got like 60 or seniors on some of these teams. 
Um, so college basketball is definitely older than it's ever been until this COVID thing cycles out. And I think that's kind of what I look for, not only uh, experience, but also continuity. You know, who's retaining players over a couple of years. And oftentimes it is the mid-majors who are able to do that a little bit more easily. Seth Davis here from CBS Sports Turner, The Athletic on the Rich Eisen Show, as the brackets have now come out. And the first four starts on Tuesday and then do we call it the first round uh, on Thursday? Have we finally given yeah. up the ghost of calling that the second round? That's that's long can, gone, right? Can, can you believe someone had that idea? Yeah, that was like <laughs> you know what they didn't like. They didn't like the play-in game. So you know, first it used to be only one of these games. That was the play-in game. Well, let's call it an opening round game, okay? But now it's a first round game, and then the big first round is the second round, that's and right. that messed everything up. Right. So sometimes, sometimes it takes takes them a little while to get to the right spot, but I think they got there. We're finally there. We're finally there. Um, so uh, just a couple more questions uh, on the the sport writ large. Did uh, Jim Beheim get fired, Seth? Kind of, yeah. You know, um, I think he was moving to a place where he was going to retire, um, and then because he's Jim Beheim, God bless him, he's a, uh, he's a reporter's dream because he always says something he shouldn't say. He just couldn't help himself in that press conference. Well, it's up to the school, and then, and, and okay. You know, so sometimes if you force someone to, to, to show their hand, they show you their hand. And in this case, he got the back of the hand. So I think he saw the writing on the wall of, well, if I want to come back next year, I think I can, but maybe there's some folks who don't want me to because we haven't done well the last couple of years, and I'm 77, whatever he is. So I think they would have gotten there in a better way, but he just wouldn't play nice in the sandbox, and, and they were working things out. Some of it, the chancellor was out of town. You know, I talked to Jimmy for a while about all this, but, yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, they they expedited the, the, the denouement, I think is maybe a more politic way to say it, but if you want to say he got fired, it's not entirely incorrect. Well, I guess in, in, in the only reason why I bring it up is because of that final press conference and how – Odd. There's no other way to put it. Odd. Awkward. Which is not what you want to have from somebody who's been part of the program since 1969. So does he does he have a role in Syracuse basketball if he wants it? Or or is this just a let's just have a cooling off period because of the way everything ended? What do you think? I, I think, yeah, I, I think he'll have a role. I mean, I, like I said, I think it was messy. I think they would have ended up there anyway. They were starting to have conversations. Okay. How's this going to look? One of the issues was he's got another year left on his contract, and he wants that money, you know. And I said to him, "Well, you got enough money, right?" He's like, "Ask the principal." All right, Jim, it's the principal. So, God bless him. You know, figuring that out. He's going to do some ambassador work for the school. You know, he can certainly help to raise a lot of money. He's still got to do a radio show, so he's got some some uh, radio obligations there. Um, And I think he'll do a great job for the school. I mean, he's he's certainly a huge asset in terms of, of raising money. Um, it, it just shouldn't have gone down like that. I mean, he, sh- he should have answered. He should have known the question was coming. Like, okay, after you lose your last game, they're going to ask you if you're retiring. What's the answer? And the answer should be, you know what? We just lost. The season's over. I'm 77. I'm going to take some time. I want to think about it. And I just, you know, I'm not there. I mean, I'd like to, whatever to say. And then it goes away. <laughs> but he didn't do that. He didn't do that. And so he forced their hand. And they showed their hand, and it was it was not pretty. But I do, I, like I say, I think they ended up in the right place, and I think that he'll he'll be around and he'll be helping out, and and he's he's still you know meant a lot to that program in that city. And in time, I think people will forget the way that it ended and, and celebrate what happened up to that point. And then you know, before I just return to the brackets, and, and then send you on your Monday, Seth Davis, um, the shooting in Alabama with the Crimson Tide program being involved and Brandon Miller, who is as terrific as they come in college basketball, part of the reason why Alabama is a one seed, I think is going to, certainly if Alabama starts making it to the Sweet 16 in the the Final Four, it's going to wind up in in more places than just uh, uh, columns or on the internet or the top of news stacks. I mean, it's going to go throughout the entire country with news stations getting uh, interested. How do you think this plays out, Seth? Well, I think it's going to play out exactly the way that you described because they're the best team in the country. Now, the best team doesn't always win, but the thing that I really look for, first of all, you know, who's got the highest ceiling? If everybody plays as well as they can possibly play, who wins? The answer is Alabama. And the other question is, who can beat a really good team when they're playing poorly, mm. especially shooting poorly? 
And there are, it's a very short list, and at the top of that list is Alabama because of the way that they defend, their ability to get to the foul line, and their ability to get to the, to, to the, to the glass, offensive and defensive. And they have a, a, a true alpha, you know, really the most talented player in the country in Brandon Miller, who, you know, when nothing else is working, you just give him the ball get out of his way. That's the basketball side. What you just described is, I think, what's exactly going to happen. And it's unfortunate and it's awkward, but we're keeping in perspective. It's a hell of a lot less unfortunate than what what happened to this young mother whose life was absolutely senselessly and violently taken away. We should never forget what this is really about. In terms of the basketball piece and in terms of Alabama's handling of the situation did they do everything perfectly no did they do everything the way i would have done no i definitely believe that he should have sat a couple of games as well as Jaden bradley because they were both there i can only tell you rich i've dug deep into this thing and i've talked to people in the know on background on the record all of it it is very complicated first of all he has not only not been charged but they said right away he is a not just a witness, a cooperating witness. So that was the first thing that Alabama knew. And then also Alabama knew that he was there and his role in this, but the public didn't know. And they are very hands-off on this because, rightly so, they don't want to be seen as or, in effect, interfering with, with a murder investigation. So they're like, hey, man, we ain't touching this thing. Like, whatever law enforcement, we're not interviewing players. We're not digging for information. So they were in an awkward spot about – not putting out that information. Once it came out and they were kind of learning things through the courts the way the public was, you know, they they have to make these decisions. Again, I would have sat him. But, you know, it's very hard to get to the point where you say, well, he should have been kicked off the team for somebody who hasn't been charged and is a cooperating witness. Say, okay, well, he's not kicked off the team, but he should sit for a couple of games. Fine. That's what I think. But Whenever he got back to the court, you would have that same wave of criticism saying he shouldn't be playing at all. Why did he only sit two? And then if you take his whole season away, there's a whole wave of criticism saying you're not being fair to the kid. You're opening yourself up to legal liability from from him and his camp about damage to his career. So it's an awful situation, and it's a tough situation. And I, I think I'm glad you asked me about it because I think I would only hope that however people feel, they would first – acknowledge the complexities of actually having to make these decisions and then also let's just stick with the facts like as long as we're factual then i think reasonable people can disagree seth davis i appreciate the time when it's all said and done who's cutting down nets what do you got it for me i got i got the tie i got the tide beating kansas and i got marquette and texas my final four and as usual any similarities between those predictions <laughs> and actual events is strictly coincidental and highly unlikely given my uh my past record. Okay, so Marquette, Texas, Alabama, and and uh, and, and Can- Kansas. And Kansas. Okay, so you got yeah, and I got Arizona, Purdue, Houston, and Gonzaga in the uh, in the Elite Eight. So a bit chalky there. You're got, a bit chalky. I got Alabama over Alabama over Kansas on on Monday night. On Monday night, April third, and then where can people get Wake Up with Purpose? What I've learned in my first hundred years. Great title by Sister Jean <laughs> with Seth Davis. Where all books Wherever are books are sold. Wherever books are sold. It's been it's been a great ride. She's an incredible she's hundred and three years old. She goes to work every day. She's more mentally sharp than you and me and anybody that, that we know. She remembers everything. She's on top of the news. You know, I, we, we wrote a good book, Rich, but honestly I made a great friend. I love that. So you're already working on the next book, What I've Learned in the Last Three Years, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's, That's right. The- yeah, so we're gonna I told her at the end of this we were, I told her at the end of this we were gonna give her a bot mitzvah. I'll send you a save the date. Oh, it's like it's like it's like uh, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner, right? The the yeah. 2013 year old man. I remember that one for sure. Oh my gosh, uh, Seth! Thanks for the time. Thanks for the call. Let's uh, let's chat during the tournament afterwards and and down the line. Appreciate the time, sir. Anytime, Rich. Always happy to talk. We're right back at you at Seth Davis Hoops. You should follow him. I do as well. Check him out on CBS and Turner's coverage of the. NCAA men's tournament that starts this week. Are we going to fill out brackets? We got to. Oh, we got to. Uh, but why? Because it's, it's what you do. I know, but... I Let me ask you this question. I've probably watched more basketball than anyone in this room. That's Easily. true. Yeah. There's no questions. So That's like true. Today I can well, be, I can... No, you've been present for more That's basketball. True. Unless you were watching That's it. That's true. You've hey, been guys, present I, for more I'm college sorry. basketball. I'm some, I, I, it's not like you're watching the games that you're working. I bring that comment back. 
Yes. I, I was in the actual mixing you've portion been, of you've been ball. You've been present watch, for the yeah. broadcast. I did pay attention in a of lot course. of the, the Big Ten. Oh, sure. I, I, women's more than men, because it was the women's. But this is the men's basketball tournament. Can we do the women's instead? Sure. Of course. I know there's a couple good people. So, um, in, the, in the interim, though, why don't you want to fill out an NCAA tournament bracket? Well, it, it, the clown makeup days are over. No, We're I not going to. The loser will not wear clown makeup like we did for the first four years. Certainly, since you were the one who wore it every we time. We came in this morning. I had no idea who the number one seed was. I got are. it. I just had to. I, I got had to it. ask you guys. I got it. And and neither do my children either. So we have the three of them, and the four of us. I say we let's include Adam too. Everybody, You're sure, Mike, Adam. Austin, so the five everybody. of us, let's do well, whatever, we'll have a whole tournament. Yeah, so that's cool. right. I mean, we're not we're, we're not doing the celebrity thing. We'll just do what are the, uh, an us are thing. Stakes? And then my question: what? the stakes is just it's it's pride. It's okay. pride. Okay. It's, and so no, hold on a second. So my my retort to you would be your entire life that you did know because Syracuse was doing their matchup zone all the way to the Final Four. Or you were interested because was Syracuse just, was in, or you just were more into the sport. Or I knew who any of the players Correct. were. Correct. All those years that you filled out brackets and were in office pools, yeah. wherever you had an office pool. I, I, I haven't looked at the NFL uh, email, uh, my, my email inbox just yet. I, I'm assuming we did get the human resources email that's every ins- year saying, stay away. It's insane. You are not allowed. Keep going. But so we're, uh, you're allowed to do it for pride. So I'm doing it for pride with you guys. So long story short, all those years that you filled out a bracket in an office pool, didn't you always get beat by somebody who knew nothing? Didn't you always like look at the list and go, that person is winning the pool? Yeah, and, but, and, and, yeah, but they're so morons. Why can't you, they're morons, and I know they don't watch college so basketball. So why can't and they're not you? Fans, but like, why can't you finally be that person? I think I just have a general disinterest in college basketball. You're not listening to me. You may be <laughs> hearing me, but you're not listening. I feel like I'm talking to my children. You have definitely. I know I have all the way back to my Staten Island advanced days. And I'd be like, really? We're losing to this person? No, I understand. I don't want to be that person, though. But you can be. I would rather not do it. Than be that person? Yes. Than be the person who just threw darts to the board and won? Absolutely. Why? I don't get that. Because we're supposed to know things. But I'm, like, openly admitting I, I don't watch the Fine. sport anymore. So I'm, You're still filling out a bracket. Fine. So are all of us here, Great. and so are my children. I'll take all four number one seeds. Great, take the chalk. Take chalk. <laughs> That's what Seth Davis just did, and he's the expert. I know. I do. It's because nobody knows anything. Oh my god! Perfect All bracket. Right. You haven't said a word. You're too busy filling out your roster for the for for our <laughs> basketball league that you're complaining about. I, I mean, I, okay, I said good. one thing, and then I haven't. What well, do you want? You you have a problem? You have a problem filling out a bracket, right? I feel. I mean, I, didn't go. I win this like two years ago? Oh, nice. I'm pretty sure Flex. I did. I won like four. No, years I'm, in I'm a row legitimately asking. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I got one of these I in the last four year, years. Yeah. I won. For I won sure. more than a one year. I think I won a okay. couple. We're in. Someone. We're doing it. TJ, let's do it. We're doing it. TJ won, and we're doing it well. And that dispels your myth that no one who knows anything wins because I won. And I know things. I'm I'm not denigrating your <laughs> I'm knowledge. Just, I'm not watching college hoops. I'm saying the number of I know, times I, I have I'm been in an joking. office pool and I'd show up and I'd be like, I think my my bracket's killing it. And then you show up and you're just like, wait a minute, how the hell am I losing to that person? They don't know Jack on top of squat. You know the ultimate thing like that is when you and this is all luck anyway, but when you do the squ- the uh, squares for Super Bowl, yeah. it's always someone's wife who just. Wanted to come yeah, and hang. They should care about well, the that's game. That's a total crap yeah, shoot. That's a crap. Where the numbers saying, it's come always up. someone who doesn't care Correct. anything about Why football. Why can't Chris be that person finally? Because <laughs> he cares. He's going to play it like he doesn't care, but he does care. I love it. Let's take a break. Stuff's, stuff's popping. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Stuff's popping, he says, like fresh dough. Breaking news. That's hey. coming up next on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network with our live uh, Roku channel stream. We were just talking about, I saw Rogue One with my children over the weekend. I had seen it years ago. Haven't seen it since I started watching Andor on on uh, Disney Plus, which, by the way, you could see right here on uh, the Roku platform. Dude, I told my kids, I'm like, this is maybe, I think this is the best Star Wars movie. Outside of the originals. Empire still. Empire Strikes no, no, outside Back. Outside of the first three. Empire okay. Strikes it Back is number one. Outside of four, five, six. Rogue One is really good. right. I think it's better than any of the sequels, even the prequels. I think it's... Because it's it's basically Star Wars book three and a half. It bridges, right. it bridges the trilogy prequels that came out after the originals, prior to the trilogy sequels. <laughs> I'm confused. So Star Wars, the original Star Wars, mm-hmm. is episodes four, five, and six oh, yeah, in yeah. the storyline. Yes, yeah, yes. Then, as we all know, after the Ewoks, spoiler alert, helped conquer. <laughs> That um, then 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 Star Wars took a long long hiatus. Then yeah. they come back with a trilogy of prequels leading up to episodes four, five, and six. That ended with the creation of Darth Vader. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then they come up with a trilogy of sequels that go after the Ewoks and Revenge of the Jedi seven, eight, and nine. Seven's not bad. There, there, there are some good. You know, Adam Driver's terrific. Seven and, has some good parts, right? Um, Ray is a terrific character. Yeah, I, I do great. love. I do love the characters of the seven, eight, and nine. But Rogue One is right before Episode Four. Yeah, I need to watch. And okay. the way they nail it, like right up right to episode, up to like, episode right 4 right where, they, to where they take you directly to the doorstep of yeah. the original film and the Good. way they handle it blew my children's minds That's great. and then it sets up Andor, Diego Luna plays the uh, character Andor in Rogue One and they've created a new Disney Plus series on him that is phenomenal I don't know if you've seen it, phenomenal is yeah. this a hot take where I say it's... I might have to give Rogue it's One It's one of the shot. best yeah, Star Wars it. movies, period. I would put it above maybe even like the original. I'm serious, man. A lot of Whoa. people have Rogue One high on their list. A lot of Star Wars people, yeah. Front of 
Okay. Mine I don't know if this is as controversial as me Good. saying I will recline my seat on a plane. Well, nothing. I saw the final sure. results of our poll question. Like, Two thirds of the people say it's terrible to recline your seat on a plane. What, What's Richard? the button for? Two thirds of the people are lying. I mean, talk about Rogue One. That's Rogue. <laughs> Rogue right. Two thirds of the people, you know, care about their fellow man. Yeah, I'm sitting at the Rich. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. You Ranger, are you ready? Oh, no, Has no. he made a decision yet or what? No, absolutely not. Look, the Bears thought they were getting Mike McGlinchey. Uh-uh-uh. You thought Russell Wilson had a good night last night? He's he Denver. Wakes now? up this morning, gets a new guard. Now he gets a new tackle, McGlinchey Broncos. Wow. That's right. Sean Payton, man, is just. That team is going to be. We need to cage is, Brockman Broncos country. Let's ride. I got to be yeah. honest with you. It's just, <laughs> I, think he's got it. I mean, it's a great place I mean, to live. It's that. a great place to play football. And, 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 and Sean Payton showing up, yep. I think, has a lot to do with, hey, you come here and let's ride. And. Part of the pr- part of the problem has just been all the holding penalties they have on that line. Okay, so Denver, big news. I like that move, and it's kind of a loss for San Francisco. But the Niners did, if I'm not mistaken, shore up. Oh my gosh. their defensive line. So the top defensive tackle on the market, Eagles, uh, lost another one. So Javon Hargrave going to the Niners, four years, eighty four million. How are you going to score on them? Well, this year? <laughs> I mean, this is this is the deal. You just keep building up your line. Just that's why the Eagles won the NFC. Period. Yeah. This year they won the NFC. Period. As Joe Banner, who was our in studio guest last week, and if you missed it, great conversation. Check it out on our YouTube page and also the Rich Eisen Show Collection page on our Roku channel partnership. He was saying, offensive line, defensive line. That's it, and play and and your quarterback. Keep hitting that, and you're going to win conference championships, if not Super Bowls. So the 49ers, that's a big move right there. Stidham went to the Broncos, too. Ah! So the Broncos got to see (laughs) what the Raiders had in Stidham, too, last year. Stidham. All right. Love it. Five million guaranteed and four million more in upside. So there's your backup. Mm -hmm. There's your backup to Russell. Keep building that team. I told you one of my favorite storylines this offseason is going to be what do the Sean Payton Broncos look like? Now maybe you flip one of those receivers for some draft choices. They need to get in the first two rounds of the draft. This is a really good draft. Deep and playable. What else? Anything else? Uh, Let's see. The Lions are signing Cam Sutton. Okay. And then the Giants... Just, uh, oh, so the Commanders are signing the Giants center, Nick Gates. Okay. Jeff in Detroit, let's take his phone call. How you been, Jeffrey? What's going on, fellas? It's been wonderful here. Listen, I'm just like you. Believe me, nobody wants Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform more than <laughs> Superman. Could you imagine a Suns NFC North with this man? It's like, yes, the AFC is that way, sir. Listen, I am really, really hoping that he really, really goes that way because I'll be the number one fan for him. And I'm going to tell you why it's possible. You think about this. With Aaron Rodgers, it's always about him and his competition. Stafford leaves, gets a Super Bowl. Brady leaves, gets a Super Bowl. And you best believe that he believes that he's better than those two. Two elements reason why that he would do that is that one. And it's NYC. If you get a Super Bowl in New York, it's worth two. It's honestly worth two. Could you imagine the headlines? I know I'm dreaming for you because I'm sitting up here dreaming my dang self. Him getting up out of the NFC. But could you imagine the, the, the headlines? If he goes there and wins a Super Bowl, they'll bring him his jacket to the Super Bowl ceremony. Well, here's they'll the deal, Jeff. Jacket. Here's the deal, Jeff. I think he's out of your division no matter what. I hope so. No, I, I, I honestly, and and thanks for the call, Jeffrey. Always great to hear you and your passion and your excitement. Always appreciate hearing from Jeff in Detroit. As things currently stand, right here on the Rich Eisen Show on Planet Earth at one thirty-six Eastern Time, 
on the Monday of New League Year Week in the NFL. One thirty-six, Florham Park, New Jersey time. Ooh. The New York Jets sitting wherever they are, to use the midnight run phrase, with their coffee breath and their B.O., <laughs> sitting around, waiting to find out if they got the Duke or not. Has the Duke been secured? Duke being Aaron Rodgers, who's probably got $300,000, a respectable neighborhood of amount of money and a money belt around his waist. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but they're sitting around and they're waiting. One would think, or they're sitting around and they have the information and nobody's saying a word because they know it's antagonizing to Aaron Rodgers. But the Jets, if this currently is a situation where they're waiting to hear, if they are really staring at a phone, as you know, a, a watched pot never boils. But they're hoping this one does. If they're sitting around right now and waiting for Aaron Rodgers, the question is, is why? Because where is Rodgers going to go if not to you? That's what I would sit around in a room and just say, what are his options other than us, do you think? Are the Raiders in on him? Did he just possibly call him? And then they're running an okey-doke telling everybody they're in on Jimmy G. But they're working the scenes. Because I just spoke to the Packers and they're they're not they're waiting too. Because if Rogers turns around and says, I want to come back. What, what do the Packers do then? Really? After all this time? I, I don't know which would be more difficult to put back in the bottle. I would say Rodgers back to the Packers rather than Jets jilted by Rodgers. If Rodgers comes out and says, you know what? I just don't want to go to New York. I don't want to start from scratch. I just don't anymore. And I'd rather go back to Green Bay. Sorry. By the way, words I just said could possibly be not even in the realm of actual possibility. It could be Roger sitting there thinking, do I want to play or not? Do I want to go to New York or not? Or calling his agent up and saying, are these really all my options? And what is the actual deadline? Is it Wednesday in his mind? Because they've blown past the time where now everyone's talking to Jimmy Garoppolo and... Baker Mayfield and everyone else who's a free agent. I, I, I'm uh, kind of stunned that we're sitting here heading to hour three, the two o'clock Eastern hour of the Monday of New League Year Week. By the way, I was told in an email from the great Jeff Birchfield of NFL mm. Network fame, sitting there at his desk, it's negotiation period or negotiation window. Or. Yes. All right. Either or. There you go. So uh, I keep saying window. You keep looking at me, correcting me. Well, I mean, the, the document uh, I have says period. I'm just telling you. <laughs> We're now two hours into the negotiation window slash period. Don't call it tampering. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Still waiting. So, again, it strains belief that both teams are, if you will, in the dark with Rodgers nice. at this point in time. But it sure looks like that's the case. And if it is, the Jets have to have a we're out button. And if they do, they, they, you know, the Jets' social media should have that uh, – Scene from Seinfeld where Kramer just strolls in and slams the money on the table and says, I'm out. <laughs> and that money belongs to James Garoppolo. Jimmy G uh, and Raiders have mutual interest. There you go. According to the athletic. So the Jets, I mean, Time clock is, is ticking. How about this one that our buddy Dan Hanzus at NFL, Rich, fellow Jets fan, he just proposed this on Twitter. What about the, the Jets trade for Matthew Stafford? I don't get the whole Stafford's available thing. Give up a second round pick, get Stafford. You got a little veteran leadership why would there. The, why would the Rams flip Stafford? They're to, tanking. No, they're not tanking. I, I, I don't know. Incorrect. How, you can't tank with Aaron Donald on your team. You can't tank when you only get a third round pick for Jalen Ramsey. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. That is. Excuse me. That is. It's the way of the world now, man. You're paying the, the, the Dolphins just picked up two years of his contract guaranteed. So what are they going to? The Rams are going to demand a one for that too? No. No. You got to put it all together. It's not like, hey, why is Lamar Jackson sitting waiting for people to call him? First of all, they can't contact him yet. No, they, it comes with the price of two firsts and an insane amount of money and some questions. Ramsey wasn't just scot free and, you know, the, the Dolphins paid mm. okay. for not coughing up more than a three. So that's not a tank job. You're not, you can't, let me just put it this way for the Rams. You can't tank with Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald on your team. Invariably, those two guys will win you enough games for you to be out of the Caleb Williams sweepstakes if that's what you're driving at. 844-204-RICH, number to Dom. Please make that part of Overreaction Monday, Chris, on the back end of Hour 3. Don't worry. Okay. (laughs) Greg Cosell's coming up top of Hour Number 3. Has Aaron Rodgers made a decision yet? Uh, No. All right. We're back with more on your phone calls. 844-204-RICH, number to Dom, here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on The Rich Eisen Show. I just went a little crazy on the Roku stream because just Chris Brockman, bit. you have you have information from Mike Garofolo of NFL Mike Media Garofolo, Group. What does he have to say? Proud member of the Brotherhood, Rich. The Raiders are closing in oh, on a deal with Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. <laughs> Reunite with Josh McDaniels in Las Vegas. So they take they take Jimmy and they take they tell Jimmy, hey Jimmy, you're coming here and you're going to help us out and you're going to run the program the way I want it run. And then what we're going to do is we'll win as many games as we possibly can. And at some point, whoever we choose seventh overall is going to get the job. I hope you're fine with it. Or they mentioned nothing about seventh overall, yeah, seventh overall to him. Because why would you do that with Jimmy Garoppolo? Especially since he's kind of been there before with Trey Lance. He's probably got Trey Lance syndrome. And guess what? They, may, they, they might not have a quarterback sitting there at seven, the way things are going. And they're not going to move up to four to make sure it happens. The Colts are going to move up to five and hope that we'll move up to three and get somebody. I don't think they're in the business of trading draft capital. They're in the business of using draft capital. So maybe Jimmy G's the guy.
And I'll tell you what, Raiders fans, tell you what, you could do a whole lot worse. Because this guy's coming and executing the way Josh McDaniels wants it. You could sit there and go, well, that not that great? That didn't work out so great last year. Well, look, your owner hired Josh McDaniels, and when you do that, he wants it done a certain way. And the answer is not Aaron Rodgers. He costs a hell of a lot less than Aaron Rodgers, and no, no draft capital being coughed up to Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, at this point in time, as we're closing in on 2 o'clock Eastern time on Monday, Aaron Rodgers has not uh, decided he wants to play football anymore, so you're just going to jump on Jimmy G and get him two hours into the negotiation window slash period. Your owner can't probably afford Aaron Rodgers. Your coach doesn't want Aaron Rodgers. Your receiver clearly does. You could do a whole lot worse than Jimmy Garoppolo who is a very good quarterback and even more so handsome man. So very handsome. Garoppolo to the Raiders makes a ton of sense. I thought Rodgers would make more sense because, boy, you show up with the Chiefs winning it all and the Chargers coming off of a playoff season, albeit a disastrous one for them, and the Broncos getting Sean Payton and Mike McGlinchey and everybody starts to show up in Denver, what better way to say we're hosting the Super Bowl this year than making a big Aaron Rodgers splash? Not in their DNA, not in their bank account, not in their plans, and it's not happening. So, at this point in time, 10 minutes to 2, the Jets have that option gone, and so does, by the way, Aaron Rodgers. So it's up to him. Do you want to play or not? Because if you want to play, it's New York. Unless he's trying to, what, work some sort of Nashville gambit last second? Or they're just talking turkey and he's trying to get every T crossed and I dotted. Or he retires. And if he does, then what do the Jets do there? What do they do? Baker, Jameis, Dalton. That whole business of trading for Stafford. Let me just throw this out here. Let me just get this out off my chest, too. <laughs> I mean, look, I know general managers don't tell you what their plans are. Les Need called Matthew Stafford a pillar of the organization. I don't believe under any circumstances is this guy available. I've heard that tons of teams have knocked on the Rams' door, and this is not from Les or anybody there. I've heard they've come, and the Rams have rebuffed. This is their guy. He's the one who helped put one in the case. And what they're doing right now by trading away Jalen Ramsey is paying off the credit card. And by the way, if you buy something shiny, you get something beautiful, and the credit card bill comes, and you can write the bill and pay it while staring at that shiny object, it makes you feel better. Like, let's just say you put a car in a credit card. You pay off the credit card, and you're like, damn, that's a lot of money. And then you look in the driveway. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Rams paying off the credit card and looking at that trophy in the case, and it is so bright with that ring, they need to wear sunglasses. Although not around here these days. It's like we're living in Seattle and Los Angeles. It's true. It's raining again. It's going to. Has yes. Rogers made a decision yet? No. Thank you. That's my update. <laughs> that's the Rogers and weather together. They're not tanking. You can't tank when you have Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford on the team. Because if you tank, you need to go all the way. You need to make sure next year you have two or one win going into the offseason. Because I'll tell you, TJ, I'll tell you what. You need to have one, any team out there that's thinking of tanking in the NFL. Virtually impossible to do. You better strip for parts and make sure whoever's left can't win you three games. That's what I was going to say. If The Texans didn't tank, so that should prove that tanking doesn't exist. Well, the Texans didn't tank because their coach refused to do it and he spit his last breath to use yeah, another Wrath of Khan phrase <laughs> at the Texans on behalf of the Bears. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you better have two or one loss next year. Because if you don't, you are not getting Caleb Williams or Drake May. And I don't think Drake? the Rams the Rams are Do they trade Stafford? Crazier things have happened. I highly doubt that. 
The staff, the Staffords, I think, love living out here. They're staring, they're staring at the Pacific Ocean every day. What he wants to move to New Jersey and play for the Jets? Really? Yeah, I mean, Jersey Shore. Three years, sixty-seven million for Jimmy G. Thirty-four guaranteed. Done, done. So he's off the board. The Jets have now watched Carr go to the Saints and Jimmy G go to the Raiders while they're waiting on Aaron Rodgers as we enter hour three of this program and the negotiation window slash period. Don't call it tampering window. So they're in on Rodgers. They have no choice. And at this point in time, I don't know if Rodgers has any choice but to be in on the Jets unless he just wants to walk away. If that's the case, vaya con Dios, sir. Enjoy. I find that hard to believe. Greg Cosell, grinded tape on all the top quarterbacks coming up. And I'm sure Raider fans are going to be sitting there going, why Why are we going with uh, Jimmy G and not Aaron Rodgers? Because that's the way your coach wants it. And it's way cheaper. It is. And he's a really good quarterback who... Man, we would be talking completely differently about if he hit Emmanuel Sanders in the hands as opposed to overthrowing him in that Super Bowl. Of course, or if he doesn't get hurt this year, maybe. Or doesn't get hurt this year. Playing really well. And man, does McDaniels know him and him know McDaniels. And they can, they're can they probably high-fiving each other. How much are they paying him over three years? 67 and a half. I mean, that's nothing. absolutely a bargain. A bargain. And the Jets have got to be looking around the room as they're waiting on Rodgers saying, why? We could have had that. At we what could point, have had that. At what point did the Jets send like an edible arrangement or something to Zach Wilson? Like, sorry, come on back. No, there's no, they, they, they're going to have to get somebody <laughs> for him. And I will, I will still, right now, believe it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. It's just part and parcel. All the details getting hammered out. Yeah. Part and parcel. Hmm. Uh, unless Rogers wants to walk away from all that money. Let's take a break. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show. Greg Cosell, Grinded Tape, Overreaction Monday and more. <laughs> 